So guys, looking looking at the quarterback position, um, certainly one of the most important groups um, on a college football team. I think this is great. I mean, Clemson, once again, at the quarterback position has a bright spot. It's something to be hang our hat on um, as an offense, um, you know, as a football team. Clearly, Deshaun Watson as our leader in this in this offense is going to be, you know, at the top of our depth chart and going to lead this team this season. Uh, I really want to start Cody with just a simple question. W- against whatever metric or parameter you want to use, how good is Deshaun Watson? It's a great question. He's, I mean, the only comparison I can think of in terms of talent. I've heard a lot of people in the media comparing to Marcus Mariota, and I don't think that's fair because no. he's not a runner. Um, Mariota relied on his legs. He's 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 a passer. That's that's ninety percent of his game. He's a pure quarterback. He's right? very much a pure quarterback. I yeah, totally agree with that. And then Jameis Winston, I think is I think that's actually a fair comparison. People hate Jameis Winston in Clemson circles, so you don't want to hear that name. But the guy's got he's got the pocket presence. He goes through his progressions really well, especially at, at such a young age. He's got great accuracy and great touch. Like that, if, like, it's not just about arm strength. Kyle Parker, if we, if you, you can recall, he had great arm strength. He could just sling it. He was a right fielder, right? You know. Yeah, called up to the Rockies uh, this week. Yeah, thank you, baseball Ben. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, he arm strength, right fielder. But um, but Deshaun Watson has touch. He's got a lot of finesse, and he is incredibly skilled. The guy that I would compare him to, and how good is he? Is Andrew Luck. And I think that's a fair assessment. We were talking about Andrew Luck was he's probably a once in a generation type talent. He came through Stanford. I think Deshaun Watson was, he has work to do, but I think he can establish that kind of groundwork this year to get to where probably next year you know he's at least got one more year after this year left. And assuming that he's healthy, that I think he, he we could look at him as the next level talent, like a once in a generation type talent. And he's not by the way, he's not Robert Griffin, not RG three. Yeah. Another guy that relied on his legs to a very high degree, and that's part of why he's injured in the NFL. Sean Watson, like you said, Ben, he relies on his arm and his passing. He's a true quarterback. What about an Aaron Rodgers type of quarterback? That's a great. I've made that comparison before. I think that's a great comparison. A guy that can run and a guy that you know he has the knowledge of the game. A guy that can throw the ball. I mean, he's 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 the all around package, really. I mean, I, mean, I, th- I think we've seen in very limited um, instances with Deshaun Watson. Uh, clearest example, touchdown, second quarter um, in the Georgia game, unbelievable. Like that is an Aaron Rodgers type pass. Now, what Aaron Rodgers can do is come up big in the clutch, late in a game against all adversity. I don't know if you guys remember, not this last season, but the season before, last time of the game against the Chicago Bears, like making an impossible throw, Jordy Nelson deep. I think we're going to get the chance this year to see Deshaun Watson be put to that type of test in big games, maybe against Louisville on the road, third week of the season. Um, but do you guys think he has that sort of Aaron Rodgers-level confidence and je ne sais quoi from the quarterback position? Well, I'll say Deshaun Watson, with a torn ACL and a brace on his knee, went into that South Carolina game after we had lost five in a row to them and played that game with that injury and pummeled him. Yeah. So that's all I need to know about that kid. I don't know Deshaun Watson. I don't like I don't know. He's got such this he's he's so laid back, he's got, you know, a level of swag about him. He's got it. But he's got so much confidence. He's just like he's brimming with confidence. And I can he's a guy that I feel like he's he's got it. 
I, I don't worry about that. I worry about his health. I don't. I don't worry about his confidence. But that's a. I mean, it's a, something to consider. Okay. Let, real quick, I want to talk about his his abilities as a quarterback or his development, um, his ability to read a defense, mm-hmm. navigate. You know. A, a blitz, especially with a thin offensive line. Do you feel like there are areas of his game? Clearly, he has arm strength. He has that touch. We talked about it. Um, what is what are they working on right now in the fall fall practice, leading into the season to get him to that next level? Yeah, the the thing that stinks about him being injured was he didn't get develop his just practice seeing you know being with his receivers and throwing. For a guy his age, as a true freshman last year, he did a really good job through his progressions. But he's not. That's something. If he ever wants to be an NFL quarterback, and if he wants to achieve at like an Andrew Luck level, it's his, it's that secondary and, and tertiary uh, progressions as you go through. You're seeing you know all these guys running around, and it's just that level of like poise and composure. Unfortunately, our offensive line doesn't give him allow him a lot of time to really go through this you know through those progressions and and um, and, and make the pass, but. Um, I think that's that's part of his development is is really seeing the field and he'll get there and he has the, he has the weapons. Good news, he has the weapons on the outside to do it. Well, and right, and and an injured knee doesn't keep you from doing film study, and it really didn't keep him from going. He could still throw to his receivers, right? I mean, he's still been moving around pretty well for a long time. It's weird. He's like the coaches have said it, and it's true. Like he's recovered at like weird rates. It's almost like he's superhuman. Like we don't want to knock on wood here, but wasn't Adrian Peterson that came would come back so quick from ACL injuries? Yeah, yeah, that was HGH. I don't know if that's what. I hope that's not what Sean Watson's taking, but that's what was his okay, miracle. Poor example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. Anyway, when you when you come back HGH. at an unprecedented level and you win an, an MVP at the running back position after you know one of the worst injuries for a running back ever at when you're beyond your prime. Okay, okay, faux pas. Let's not dwell on it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, okay, I mean, we can't... Clearly, we've touched on it. Um, he has had injuries in the past. Um, MCL, slight, slightly. ACL, certainly. Um, finger and collarbone. Um, kind of covers the gamut of the, of the bodily injuries at a quarterback position. I think next up would be concussion and like foot injury, but um, knock on wood, neither of those happen. But is he a fragile quarterback, guys? Or do you feel like these are just either fluke injuries or, you know, things that got reported that otherwise might not have? No, I mean, I mean you look at a guy like Taj Boyd. He had a torn ACL in high school, and he continued playing, what, a game in high school with a torn ACL? And he's, a, you know, coming out of high school, it's high school kids, you know? Yeah, he's going to need to put on some weight. And, you know, their, their bones and muscles are still maturing. So I think as he gets a little bit older and he puts on some weight, gets in the weight room, that we're going to see some of those things change. I mean, one was a fluke injury with the broken finger, with the stiff arm. And then the, uh, the knee injury was a non-contact injury. So it's not like he got hit. And the collarbone, okay, guys, they go through collarbone injuries. Um, Super common. Yeah. So, I mean, it's football. I mean, you know, guys get hit. So... I think the I think the verdict's still out on that, and from everything we hear, that he looks certainly the part, and like he's recovering real quick, and that's a big thing, his his recovery speed. I mean, I, Cody, you touched on sort of the template of a quarterback that uh, Deshaun might fit into, and you mentioned Robert Griffin. I don't see anything or notice anything about uh, Deshaun's game that would. I I do think Griffin's style where he'll run toward the sideline. 
he's going to try to get that that extra one one and a half yards um, at all costs for his body. Lay out for that, take a hit. He's certainly tough. We've seen it, but it's taken a toll. Um, there's a playoff game against the Seahawks, and he, you know, it, it was I, I don't know. It's like hard to watch if you are not a fan of knee injuries. But um, anyway, I love I, knee injuries. Tilly. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, um, I just don't see that type of. I, I can't say that his that Deshaun's style of play puts him um, in a position where he he may get injured as much as any other average quarterback. You think it? Say that again. You think it I, will or won't? No, no, no. I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is he isn't putting himself in any extra harm based on being too aggressive, staying too long in the pocket, ready to take a hit. I think is um, I think around. he was a giddy freshman a little bit. I think he's like Dabo has uh, he has said it like during media day and and elsewhere that he's he needs to be smart about his decisions. It's the same as um, it was Jay Cutler who was didn't know how to get down, or maybe it was Matthew Stafford in the NFL. It's like, dude, you're everything to our offense. Get down, make smart decisions. You can run. You have that you know capacity. Just you know, get just, out of harm's way. Get out of harm's way, yeah. Right. I, I think it's different, though. I mean, they keep talking about this is our offense. This is the type of the off- offense we run. I mean, we run the quarterback. It's not going to change. Going back to Cam Newton, because that was like the prototype for this this offense, you can't do that. You just can't do it with Deshaun Watson when, when your passing game can be this good. And the and we saw last year, what's the what's the... What's the uh, the next option? It's it's Cole Stout. In, th- in this case, it's Nick Schusler. But you have to balance that passing in with something. If there's no threat, if mm-hmm. there's no other dynamic than just throwing the ball and you don't have an offensive line that can actually pass protect, then what good is it going to do you? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be okay from a pass protection standpoint, but I don't know. It- he's he's going to run the ball. And I think we all have to get used to that, and we all have to be ready for it. And we're all gonna, you know, you know, the first time he gets hit, we're all gonna feel uneasy and worry about him, and you know, hope he doesn't get hurt every time somebody touches him. But I think, you know, it's gonna go one or two ways. Either he's gonna be perfectly fine, and our, you know, fears are gonna be eased, and it's just gonna be like watching Taj Boyd run the football, or he's gonna keep getting hurt, and he's just not gonna end up being a football player. Really, it's going to go one of those two ways. I mean, I think you guys compared him, you know, in a way to Andrew Luck, Cam Newton. Um, he, Cam Newton running the Gus Malzahn offense, or basically the um, um, basically Auburn prototypical offense. Um, previously, those guys have 50 pounds and two, three inches on Deshaun. Those guys love contact. They run into the line. Andrew Luck congratulates players and they get a good hit on him. You know, 62205 is Deshaun specs. It's it's a different scene there. And with a collarbone injury previously, is he going to really be like going over the top and running through the line? Probably not. But evading coverage, scrambling, you know, a rollout, design rollout passes, you know, kind of what we're used to from like a Johnny Manziel, that might be more more up his alley. Well, I would certainly rather him go over them than right into them. So over is fine. I like the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Like, yeah, he uses his legs perfectly. He doesn't do extend plays, and he gets yardage whenever any any baseball slides like, like fucking uh, what's uh, Jimmy Henderson. 
So uh, that's that's uh, that's what I like. That's how he should. That's how he should be. I think um, that is a matter of coaching as well, though. And you talked about giddy freshman, um, maybe not protecting himself, etc. He was um, a little overzealous. I feel like he got in there. And keep in mind, let's let's keep this in mind. Last year when he was with Cole Stout, like he was still battling him, Cole Stout, for that position. So when he got in there, I think feel like sometimes he needed to prove himself. And I feel like he would like go out on a limb. He would. He fucking did a. A um, Superman dive, or he like? I think he knew he, though. Huh? I think he knew. What do you mean? You think he knew he had the he, position? He had the confidence. I think that he knew that. You think he that was, was the, confidence, or oh, like? Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think that was all confidence. He did I, a he did a somersault yep, into the end zone. And it takes confidence to know you can do that. That wasn't a fluke. Now, I I totally agree with you that I think part of it um, is certainly that no matter how good he is and what his projected ceiling is and all this stuff and the instincts he has, yes, he's a freshman. Totally makes sense. And, and he is certainly going to grow and, and be a different player this year and make smarter decisions when running the football, absolutely. But he knew last year. He has the confidence. He knows he's the guy. He, knows, he, he knew he was better than Cole Stout. He knew, he knew he was the number one quarterback. He has that confidence, and he knows he has that ability. And I think moving forward... Things will change. He will get smarter. He will run the ball differently. He'll know when to slide. Know when to get down. Know when to avoid contact. But again, it was a stiff arm to a guy running out of bounds that broke his finger. It was a non-contact play that busted his knee. These weren't that really that, contact injuries. I, yeah, I mean that's fair. I, I just don't know if that makes me feel any better or if that makes me feel no, worse. No, I'm like, totally, I'm totally agreeing with you yeah. that I feel the same way. Is that none of us are really going to feel any better, and we're just going to have to let it go and let him run and get hit and see it happen before we get really comfortable. Just don't do I, somersaults into the end zone. Go into the end zone like standing that, up. I agree that play did scare me, but it was beautiful <laughs> at the same time. So number one, hopefully maturity, an extra year. Uh, this is his first offseason truly being the man. Like In the spring game, we saw him standing 15 yards behind the offense with Dabo, kind of surveying the landscape, seeing what was going on. That was a great sight to see. I think he's embracing that role as the leader. Um, hopefully that will help him mature and understand when he actually does need to you know, take slide into a play or take a throw the ball out of bounds or you know, even take a sack instead of trying to you know, evade a tackle that could put him in even more more of harm's way. Um, I think what is going to be a, a really difficult challenge is three three games in a row, going up against a rejuvenated Louisville team on the road, getting a very stout Notre Dame defensive line coming in, and then Georgia Tech the week after that. Um, so that stretch to me is make or break for Deshaun Watson and for Clemson. We will see. I think we live and die through that stretch throughout the season. And to me, that's where... We're going to see what this guy's made of. That is where we'll find out what his ceiling is for this season. Were we going to break down the other quarterbacks? I think we should. Um, in terms of the rest of our depth chart, I mean, we obviously just touched on his fragility. Um, but should should it come to pass, hopefully we're winning all of our games by three to four touchdowns, and we'll need to see Nick Schusler come in for the, the fourth quarter. Uh, but Nick Schusler featured not that prominently in the Clemson offense recently. Um, certainly prominent in the, the hearts and minds of the Clemson ladies. Uh, he looks the part, but uh, do we really feel like, despite what we've heard out of the spring game and summer and spring practices, can this guy lead an offense? Maybe, let me ask this differently, guys. 
where would you rank him in terms of ACC quarterback pe- pecking order? Um, were he not, you know, up against Deshaun Watson? Well, I'll, I'll first say that we we tried to eat up our entire quarterback preview with Deshaun Watson, and, and fair enough. I think we all feel the same way that we're kind of scared to talk about the rest of these guys. Um, mm-hmm. You asked me where Schuessler stacks up against other ACC yeah. quarterbacks. If he was our starter coming into the year. Is he middle of the road, below average, above average? I would say he's probably right on par with whoever is throwing the ball for uh, Syracuse. I don't know who that is. I know they're really bad, and I've seen Schusler play. Um, we hear a lot of good things. I just—I mean, he's I'm been recruited not... by these coaches. He's a quarterback at Clemson. Um, you, you could kind of question whether he was kind of a throw-in for Kendiche to try to get him. Um. Yeah, not sure about that. I'll say like I'm not I'm not sold on Schuessler either. I think I think Kelly Bryant could be a promising like back up, hopefully. Um, like let's talk about Kelly Bryant for just a second because Schuessler he you know he's he's handsome and he'll you know he'll he'll do well in life. You're tall, you're blonde, you're quarterback, you'll be you'll be fine. Now Kelly Bryant, that guy like he's he's got some talent, man. He's uh, He's like the prototypical guy. He's the Cam Newton that we never had. So if you if you were to bring him in, you know, not necessarily uh, as a backup in case that Deshaun Watson got injured, but let's say they just brought him in and package plays. He's got that frame. For one, I don't you know Tucker Israel injured injured his foot today. Probably will not. And there's a chance that Bryant will not redshirt now. Well, and they were going to say that Israel is probably going to redshirt anyways. And, and, yeah. And, Bryant was going to be a third-string quarterback. So that'd be but great. you never know with, with injuries ahead, you know, guys higher on the depth chart, or just still getting the practice time. Like, it's huge for – you have two true freshmen coming in that are expected to vie for time. And, like, we don't know that Bryant was better than Israel. They've had a spring practice, right? And mm-hmm. that's it. Well, their skill sets are completely different. So we know yeah. that for when Bryant's about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, Huge frame with with more room to put on more you know more weight. I think he's like two twenty five, two thirty. But in a way, if we're thinking about the future, and again, we do need a third stringer, um, especially if we're not all that confident in Schuessler, and we know Deshaun Watson's injury history. But we know Deshaun hopefully will be our quarterback next year as well. How much do you want to get basically a third year of eligibility out of Kelly Bryant by giving him that red shirt this year? That's a good point, and I don't know. I can't like it's so weird. Because we have to, all these talented it's tough to quarterbacks. Play with 2018, 19, when we're talking about winning in 2015. It's a good point, and it's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard to discuss that. But when you look at Ohio State, it's like let's just have all the talent there. I don't care. Forget about tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Zarek Cooper. Right. Yeah. Zarek right. Cooper is a guy. He's a he's a our highly regarded freshman, or uh, I'm sorry, high school senior coming in next year who could really have the talent to probably be the next guy up. So it's hard to know where Kelly Bryant fits into this mix. This is his chance to really like, you know, make a name for himself. And I, I think we, what we saw from Taj Boyd was like he could run, incredible, incredible runner. Well, Kelly Bryant's a lot faster. He's a lot stronger, probably bigger. I think he could really provide, like, really give something to this team in terms of just yeah, exactly another, I think the another Cooper element. Factor, Cooper factor to me means let's get Bryant in there this year. See what we have either in design package plays. Or depending what happens with you know depth chart um, and who who needs to get snaps. Yeah, but at the same time, we've been talking this whole time about us being a passing offense, and let's not forget that Tucker Israel is the better passer than Kelly Bryant. 
Yeah. I mean, well, we want, we would like to run more. We we like Taj Boy. We like what he could do. The guy didn't get take any hit and be just fine. He, yeah, he could he put was, a ball where he needed it to, too. You're not going to... Part of that was the receivers, because sometimes he could put a ball where you didn't want it to go. And... So y'all know how how much I love Taj Boyd. So he, he I think I think if like I think he's the most underrated player ever in Clemson's history. And and Cody, Kelly Bryant can give you a little of what little of what he gave, and maybe a little bit of what he gave in the passing game. Maybe less. Let me segue here. Yeah. Let me let me digress and ask you a Taj Boyd question. How much of the LSU fourth quarter miracle drive, New Hopkins catch? Give me a percentage breakdown. How much of that was Nuke's catching ability and where Taj put it? 60-40 Nuke. He put it a little short of where it should have been. Nuke is a freak. There was a guy all over him, though. Did he really put it short? Nuke had to come back to catch that ball. He had to come defender. back a little bit, and he had to dive down to the ground. But it was it was in a perfect spot to where like I mean that's that's Taj and Nuke playing together for so long he just knew I can put it in this general area and Nuke will get it and that trust that's something that you know maybe, of, maybe they talked about that maybe that was the plan Nuke to run a deep route I, I mean because Nuke's Nuke's best when he catches the ball best he goes up and gets the ball you don't see him diving to the ground a lot. I think Nuke will get anything thrown within anywhere close of him. But no, you're you're right. It's normal. That was a little bit unconventional. I I don't know that they talked about it, but like they probably had gone through that play and practice several times over. Anyway, amazing moment. Sixty forty. That's Nuke's on, on Nuke. Nuke made that happen. I'm not going to disagree with you. I think he underthrew it. I think he underthrew it probably like five yards. They, like ideally, you want to catch him a little bit in stride. And we just needed a first down, though. Yeah, I, I, you're true. right. But four, four and sixteen or seventeen. Nineteen, I believe. Nineteen, whatever. Great New Year's Eve. Now mm-hmm. let's let's go back to something real quick because we, you know, we talked a lot about Deshaun Watts and we talked about Kelly Bryant and a little bit about Tucker Tucker Israel. Why are we selling Schuessler so short? He's our second I, string quarterback. He's the guy. I think we're here's here's my theory. We are so disenchanted with what quarterback play was last year. Nick Schusler was featured. He did play. I forget how many snaps he had in which games. But that said, he didn't exactly light the world on fire. And he couldn't he couldn't take over for Cole Stout, who was who was floundering. That said, the minute Cole Stout got out from under the Chad Morris thumb, what we saw in the bowl game, granted he was healthy. We saw a lot of a lot of upside. He had an amazing game. We've heard from all of the coaches, and again, how much of this is coach speak, how much of this is hype, that Schusler turned a new leaf, you know, looked ready to lead an offense, and was coming into his own basically. Um, I'm not willing to close the book on Schusler as a potential viable true number two option in this offense. He's nowhere near the capability of Watson. That wasn't even an option last year, where it was. You know, purported to be the Chad Kelly, Watson, um, Cole Stout kind of triumvirate three-man showdown that it never ended up being. Schuessler was not a, he was like an afterthought. And I don't think he's an afterthought this year. I don't know what we'll learn in the summer or basically the fall camp that they're in right now. But, you know, I, I do feel like he's going to be much improved every year. Yeah, yeah I, I think what you're going to see is that if 
for some reason, Deshaun Watson gets hurt earlier in the year. Yet there's still some holding out hope that if everything else goes right, we can make a college football playoff or win the ACC or something like that. If there's still hope for the season, that you're going to see them throw Schusler in there just because of his experience um, and and everything else. You know, the fact that the other guys are freshmen. Yet if we're at a point in the season where you know Sean Watson goes down, you maybe we have another loss or something like that. Then I think you really see them throw Kelly Bryant in there and just you know throw a freshman out there and get some reps in, get some experience. Because Schusler is not a guy that's he's not going to save your season. He's not going to lead you anywhere. I mean, maybe if all your other parts are running fantastic, he can be like uh, what was that uh, Alabama quarterback that you know won a couple of national championships, but really just kind of managed the offense. Man, I McCarran. can't think of it. McCarron, AJ McCarron. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, totally. so, so something like that type, because you know that guy's not going to be anything in the NFL. But he went as the national champion. That's, I think that's what we hoped of Cole Stout last year. We didn't get that, um, and I think that's, or Jason Smith from Oklahoma, like basically a guy yeah. that you know, a lot of talent. He's a system college quarterback. Yeah, that's exactly. It. So that, I mean, that's it's it's all Schusler. I think would ever be. I mean, everything else has to be going great for him to fit in as a piece of a puzzle that takes you somewhere. So, you know, it's it's Watson or bust, really. Yeah, I think it's all coach coach speak. That's, that's all it is. And I don't blame him. I love Dabo. I think he he constantly tries to motivate players. He knows what guys he needs to give you know a lift in the in the you know when he's talking to reporters in the media. And he knows that going into this year, he's got to lift up uh, uh, Schusler a little bit. He's got to he's got to really say this guy's our guy. Like we are so confident if. And he said that, but he doesn't mean it, but he's smart. Dab was smart, and he motivates people. That's what he does. Schusler's not a Division One, or he's not our guy. And uh, I just hope Sean Watson doesn't get injured. Well, I think as we look ahead, certainly we'll wrap up our quarterback preview here. Um, we'll be taking a look at our opponent's quarterback play. Um, I feel like Deshaun Watson is going to be the class of the ACC this year. Uh, there's some probably more experienced talent across the league, but, um, you know, Definitely the top, and Jameis Winston has moved off, um, and hopefully it's Deshaun's you know league to run this year.